Live and Learn with us in season three. We are still talking about how we live and learn, how we adapt to change, how we are curious about mentalities, how we learn languages. What is Live and Learn for you? that you can as well present a uh, podcast episode because you just chose it and you thought that it could be useful, nice, pleasant learning experience to somebody. We want this Advent time to get ready in some way. This is my little contribution to their motivation, to their waiting for it in my class. Put it on your Advent calendar. Live and learn. <laughs> Live and learn. It's um, the first year when um, we are on lockdown in pre-Christmas time, and it feels really weird. How are you doing? Uh, all the November long, and half of December, I was asking my students at the beginning of each class, each group of students, each individual student, I was asking, how are you guys coping? How are you guys doing? And almost everybody was saying like, oh, tired, sad, demotivated. I don't need to go anywhere. I don't need to do anything. I'm just skipping classes because I can just switch off. I'm not doing much home tasks, so it would be better to go to university physically and so on, so on, so on. So the next question I'm asking, like, what do you do to motivate yourself? Like, how, what kind of effort are you applying? And the, here are the answers range from, oh, I do nothing, what I can do, such a weather, gloom and doom, gray, cold, and so on. Some people keep on saying uh, things like, oh, some sport helps a bit. I feel energized. Somebody says, oh, I do a um, spicy tea, the cardamom, the, you know, something to uh, ginger tea maybe. And then what helps is that uh, when I try to focus on people who are actually applying some effort to this, and they share, so what specifically do you do a sport? Well, not sport, I just do a couple of burpees. And I keep on asking, like, do you have a special, special place? Do you have a special time when you're doing? Do you prefer to do it before the class? Do you do it in between the classes? And, like, such questions arise from, you know, 12 people in the uh, virtual team group, just like, oh, seriously, you're doing this? Two people just brought in and showed to the Zoom camera their um, equipment uh, that they do sports with. And they were like, seriously, where did you get this? Another person says, oh, I just used the uh, bottles uh, with water to, to keep myself up. Seriously, you can do that? Just look. And they show within this, you know, small talk, time became the... Um, show how I can do self-care time. I feel quite relieved that I provide them with this opportunity to, to show that it's okay to be, you know, a bit low within the circumstances you were all in. 
And when it was March, you could go outside for jogging, for running, sunshine and everything. It was not that gloomy. Now, I can say that what I plan for the next couple of um, weeks before the Christmas is I want to do the advent time for the small talk. I want to do a little question for a small talk a set of questions for business English or for, for lectures, just as this, a little small talk in the uh, beginning of the course that can help people to refocus, reframe what actually people are doing, what can be there, what is still can be positive. And this is something that requires extra effort to think about to start the class not from the okay lecture number seven <laughs> this is our topic <laughs> today's december 22 or something like that and i think this is something that they are missing they are missing normal communication one between another they are missing going out to the uh, during the break i don't know going out to have a lunch together but this Christmas that is coming to, in the lockdown, it seems like we have it only in the supermarkets left. So the supermarkets are super Christmassy. All those lights, all those uh, candles, little little presents. But when you're out, it doesn't look like it. So most probably... It was a good idea to start decorating the houses earlier with the lights, with the flowers, with the Christmas tree, with the um, smiles around, do those ginger cookies. I think this is something that we need, a little wonder, a little present every day. Small one, but every day. It's so important when you say that uh, you want to help your students to cope with uh, hard times that we are really living through. And uh, when they help uh, one another in a group with some ideas and um, share their experience that other people can also use or at least look at them and see somebody else's experience and uh, try to apply or think, yeah, I feel okay with that or no, that's not for me, but I can listen to other people in a round and then choose something that suits me. Also, when you say about what supermarkets provide us with, it's the choice that we can look at and try to apply something. Those advent calendars that I personally don't like, uh, but... To use this idea, as you say, offering students with another topic for self-care is small talk. And uh, this idea comes uh, also in connection with Advent calendars. Okay, so each new day, each new window, new ideas, new ways that you can uh, learn new ways that you can try to apply. I like this enormously. And uh, even from ideas that you don't particularly like in general, you can take something useful. Every year I uh, ask my students if uh, they have advent calendars, if they get ready in some way or another to the coming of Christmas or the new year. 
And um, every time it's a kind of preparation to something new because it is important, I believe, to be aware of what is coming and uh, be ready to it. Uh, use this moment that is, how to say, eradicated in the culture that we can use because it is inside us in this way, in one way or another. So we can use it because it's natural and we can apply it to self-care, to starting new learning routines, to whatever new things we want to come in our lives. We want this Advent time to get ready in some way. Yeah, so if uh, somebody wants to run a marathon, <laughs> excuse my repetition, uh, one could think of this Advent time to at least start uh, going for a one-kilometer run, just to start with. And uh, if someone wants to learn a new language, this Advent time could be a good time to start doing something, to try new techniques every day, and then see what works for you. If someone wants to get ready for an important exam, Use this Advent time to try one strategy a day and see what helps you. Or add up one extra hour or 10 extra minutes every day to your practice, to your learning, to your activities. And see 24 days later how it helps or how it has helped. Because if you don't do anything you won't see any result, obviously. But if you do something, even small steps, 24 days later, you look back and you see that you've done that uh, distance and uh, you can assess your effort, you can assess your result and plan for further actions into the new year. Yeah, so we can use these things to learn how to do something new, how to start doing something new sounds like a christmas gift a christmas um, little wonder when we uh, want to do something grand really big and we think oh no i can't do that yes it is true that we cannot do grand things uh, just if we want to do them now here and now and all of it uh, in one uh, in one step, but if we divide this big project into smaller iterations, we can do a lot. We just don't know how much we can do with the right approach. Yeah. <laughs> so then again, back to self care in gray dark times. What you offer your students with is uh, trying different chunks. Try this, try this, try this. See how it works for you. And then I believe in the end of this Advent time, they will be equipped with uh, quite a lot. They will be absolutely armed and will be able to take care of themselves in a wider range of ways. I really, really hope that this can help. This is my little contribution to their motivation to their waiting for in my class for thinking that 
the start of the class is a friendly place, is a safe place, is a nice place, not only the content-wise, but also the environment-wise. Well, at least this is something that I can keep in mind and try to reach there. I'm not saying that it always helps or it always happens. I'm not saying that this is easy. Not every day. Those people who say that, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm so sick and tired. Uh, I'm just, you know, devastated and so on. Well, I say, like, whose advice are you ready to follow? Like, if you don't have enough ideas on yourself, whose advice can be legit to you? And then they think, like, oh, what? Why? Why should I listen to some advice? Well, because... If you attribute a person that you may trust, that you look up to, well, most probably you can have your own, how to say, positive bias <laughs> to that, right? Because, yeah, it, the, the trust is very much connected with the person you're, look, you're listening to or you're looking at or you're reading. And when they say, what would you recommend? I feel that there is this, transfer of trust in this moment if they really ask what would i recommend in this situation or what do i do in this situation i said i i say i have so many things to do i have so many things to say we actually talked through it in our episode how uh, to survive the uh, autumn wipes and well, because we are doing the uh, online course i said well i i have 45 minutes recorded for you here is your gift. <laughs> it's not something that is given to everyone, but to those who actually seek for, they say like, professor, madam, what would be your advice? And then I can say, so I have recorded with Ina <laughs> 45 minutes of advice. Enjoy. <laughs> which we can also recommend uh, for Advent time because we already have more than 24 episodes. So if you decide for this Advent time with us, you're welcome to do so. Every day, one episode, catch up and stay with us. Enjoy. Do something every day to improve your learning skills, to adapt to change, to learn how to cope with uh, situations that need adaptability, resilience, uh, all the important soft skills that are essential these days. One more thing here is, for example, you've heard it already, or you know already, or you have an idea already, and you see that the other people are struggling, or they are not seeing what can be done so one thing is of course you can give your advice another thing is you can share somebody else giving the advice so this is why we we normally find uh, the books that we share that we want to make a present the book uh, that you chose was the idea that it would probably be suitable to the person you want to present it always becomes such a such a beautiful present you know the the books in the uh christmas time is fantastic present but 
think that you can as well present a uh, podcast episode because you just chose it and you thought that it could be useful, nice, pleasant learning experience to somebody. That's already a beautiful thing that doesn't require much, only your attention, focus and care to another person. I remember one of my birthdays back at university when uh, my friends recorded their wishes to me and uh, gave them to me as a present in the form of a tape. Do you remember those magnetic tapes back then? And uh, this was such a precious audio experience because people took time to share their care and affection to me and uh, chose this audio channel, which I think I already um, shared with people so they could get, it's my way of getting information. And uh, that was a precious present. I still remember the emotion I had listening to dear voices saying beautiful things and giving their wishes in this audio format. So why not give other people this audio present, be it an audio book, an episode of a podcast, a song, your own voice, you choose, but it's a very good channel to transmit how you care. And now with the uh, this opportunity that you can record your voice in any uh, communication channel you get, so you just go to WhatsApp, to Viber, to Messenger, whatever Messenger you have, just click on the uh, record voice and say, hey, I just heard this episode uh, which made me think of you. I think that, I don't know, maybe something relates to the situation you are in or something that can make you smile. So I decided to just uh, share that with you. Here it is. Have a good weekend and something like that. And I don't know, just enjoy your time. And just send a link. What can be easier and what can be more specifically designed, crafted piece of care for you? Absolutely so. Still beware. Don't spam. Only send out out the valuable things that you believe can really help a person or can really be appreciated. Talking about Advent time, how do you spend Advent time normally and this year? Okay, I forgive me my ignorance, but I didn't know that Advent time existed before I moved to uh, Germany. Yeah, I saw those Advent calendars with the cookies or caramel or something like that. But to me, it was just like a marketing package. So... I never had the very idea of getting prepared and having this intimate thinking time on the crucial topic. So I can say that it is only the third year to me where I live in the culture where these Advent calendars are a thing. The first time uh, I lit the candles and I lit them every evening and that was something new to me this is not again my uh, cultural background so that was a nice thing that 
you have specific candles that you light every evening and a little bit of jazzy music, a little bit of the Christmas tree aroma, you know, couple of flowers. Every evening became a little wonder, a little party time, a little warming place. That was something that I discovered the first year. The very first year I became a part of the uh, flash mob in the Facebook, which, which was called uh, Advent, Advent Photo or something. So basically you are trying to make a photo of something that made you smile during the day window shopping or that could be a person who is smiling at you or that could be a, I don't know a cat a dog a puppy something or maybe a decoration or uh, maybe a glimpse of, of the blue skies well what made you smile what made you a little bit kinder what made you a little bit a little bit more peaceful and share this just saying oh this is my advent calendar for day number seven day number 11 enjoy take a step back and uh you know relax see the beauty in the world and that was it like you don't need to write anything in the post but it was not that easy to find that beautiful picture every day because you're in hurry you're running you're i don't know from one uh, job to another from one supermarket to another from i don't know sports activity now it is even more difficult because we're all locked down in our apartments and for the last 9 months i already took a photo of every inch of my of my room uh, to send some kind of a smile to my friends so now I think it, it would be even more difficult, therefore even more precious to find those beauty around us. Yeah, to find beauty in every day should not be that hard if we think better. And still, because we are in a hurry, because there is so much fuss, we find it hard to do. When you said about lighting candles, it made me think of uh, a holiday that is part of my culture and uh, it somehow coincides uh, with the time of Christmas in Europe and it's a Jewish festival of Hanukkah. It falls more or less in, uh, on a week uh, in December. It's a festivity during which eight days in a row people light each day plus one candle like it's one candle on the first day two on the second three on the third uh, eight days in a row it has to do with uh, jewish history and um, is a festivity of magic because the oil that was enough for one day in a temple lasted for eight days uh, when uh, there wasn't enough uh, clear oil. And uh, this magic of one pot of oil that could last for eight days is celebrated during this festival. And because it's uh, in December, 
if we take a European calendar, it's already dark in the evening. And every evening, lighting an additional candle every following day adds the light and creates this magical atmosphere. And I believe people of different cultures feel something similar when they light candles and want to feel this atmosphere of light, of joy, of uh, magic. And this unites all of us of different cultures, but with this um, inner need for light and joy and magic. Beautiful. Something that makes it brighter, something that makes it lighter. But this is something that you do to make your evening lighter and better and brighter and more joyful. Talking about the cultures again, you said, even though you belong or I do not belong to this culture or another culture we both do not belong in, but we live in. So we are trying to get to see how people operate in different cultures. How do they survive, uh, enjoy, uh, appreciate things and it makes us a little bit richer when we know the traditions of one culture of another of the third one just as autumn uh, holidays were the indicator like in in multinational companies i know that uh, this last two weeks of uh, november there is so many there are so many uh celebrations uh that hrs send the postcards to to the people in uh, around the world what are you celebrating happy halloween or happy diwali or happy have yourself a happy uh, birthday was, uh, well thank you <laughs> now i mean like the cultural the cultural part and depending on how do you celebrate it or what part of culture are you having such a um I don't know, postcard or wishes or the very acknowledging that there are different uh, holidays that people might celebrate within the same time. And the Christmas time happens to be the same part of uh, a cluster of those holidays, right? So with Hanukkah, with uh, Christmas coming up, with Advent time, with uh, pre-Hanukkah time, correct me if this is a plausible way to say it. What I'm trying to say that this is a little bit of acknowledgement that you are respected with your uh, culture, you're respected with your tradition, how you celebrate, what you celebrate, what makes important to you, what is uh, a part of your value set, right? This is a uh, kind of vital thing uh, through the corporate culture, intercultural communication culture. Or, for example, when I have a class of 25 students coming from 12 countries. Again, that would be an appreciation that they are heard, that they are seen to say congrats on the on Diwali, for example, if we have the Indian people in the class. That is that that, that makes them valid, special, heard. Or for example, I don't know, uh, everybody keeps on saying that. Uh, Mm, oh, I heard that in your where you come from, there are two Christmases. And like, how come? 
And the very idea to say that, oh, there was the old church calendar, and now we have the new church calendar, and now we're trying to uh, understand Balance what it was. Yeah, but then I tell, like, hey, guys, before that time, long before that time, we as well had a festive period that lasted all this Milanka time. So uh, it lasts from the very first of December, because the St. Andrew's Day is the last day of November which is my grandfather's birthday because he's Andrew. So he was called after that um, saint. And it lasts like four months. And then we have every day uh, having some kind of a traditional things to do in the culture. So like long before uh, this church days were shifted, we have this period of time that lasts up to the Christmas, right? So it's nice to to feel that your part of the culture is interesting and is heard, acknowledged, respected. That is something that we can all use <laughs> in the uh, festive time to show this little bit of respect to everyone. This brings me back in thought to what you said in the beginning, giving uh, a word to all your students to share what they do for self-care. Hearing the voice of every participant who comes from a different culture creates uh, a similar but even a bigger effect on the group and gives a different perspective of how people traditionally have been dealing with this period of time. And maybe you can get curious about another culture. Try to do something. Try to cook something traditional that belongs to another culture and make your life brighter. And uh, I love this idea of hearing different voices very much. The Thanksgiving was couple of weeks ago right three weeks i guess so there was the um uh one little anecdote that uh i think i read on reddit but uh another person told me that it happened the very same thing happened in their company you can imagine a company which has i don't know maybe eight offices or nine offices around the world and they have one day when uh they get together for an hour i guess or an hour and a half and they share the news what is happening what's the progress what's what what is what they are going through and so on how like sharing the vision strategies like all of them together and then the ceo comes and says and for those guys who are in uh, america and who have a holiday today so they are not working today well to you guys happy turkey day (laughs) How can one be politically correct? <laughs> well, uh, I think... Uh, it is funny anyway. <laughs> it is funny. Well, to those who do not take it serious uh, to get, I don't know, you know, disappointed or distracted, well, that, that of course depends how it was said, but it is such a weird thing to, <laughs> you know, to reformulate something that uh, doesn't belong to a phrase in a new way so that it becomes a joke or it becomes something that you remember at least. 
Then also self-criticism might be crucial here, because if someone takes it too seriously and reacts negatively, um, it's a pity because a joke loses this spirit. But also there can be some jokes that probably should not be done, yeah, because they uh, can hurt people who take things seriously. And uh, there should be this sensitivity that we've also discussed many times. Uh, there is nothing bad about a joke itself, but there is very much about how sensitive you are towards people who you talk to, who you communicate with, who you are on a team with if you work internationally. It's so important to be aware of these cultural differences and to be sensitive. Exactly. That's why uh, we started with it's important that your culture is heard, is respected and acknowledged. And basically making jokes on the cultural points is the you know highway to misunderstandings and problems. This is um, cannot be overestimated how painful it may be, how, um, I don't know, what, what kind of a trigger it can become. So this can become a trigger of a person to think three times to reassess his attitude or their attitude to, to uh, the words I had a lesson with a German student who happens to have uh, six uh, different teachers from five different countries. It's an intensive course, and uh, he acknowledged being lucky not only to learn English, but also to be in contact with people with uh, such different backgrounds so that he comes into contact with different cultures and then he can get back home and read more about the history of all those cultures and understand more about uh, people, understand more about history, about holidays, about traditions and so on. And uh, I also think uh, it's a great gift to a person who has this chance to learn from people from different cultures. But if we think better, we'll understand that we all have this chance to learn from people from other cult cultures, from other countries, from other backgrounds. This, I think, can be another advent calendar that we can create for ourselves. One day, one culture. One day, one contact with a person from another culture. One day, one new piece of knowledge about another culture's <laughs> traditions. I don't know, something that uh, you're curious about. Put it on your advent calendar. Live and learn. <laughs> Live and learn. On this podcast, we also talk about uh, how we live and learn, hence the name. We are lifelong learners and uh, continue learning something new every day, every week, every month, every year. It's like a non-stop project. Actually, you can never stop learning. Once you started and uh, got inspired and felt this uh, taste for learning, and that I believe happens as soon as you're born. As a baby, you want to reach out for new objects, to know more about this life. Later, you want to know more about yourself. Then 
you get to know that there are new countries, new cultures, new people, and you want to be able to communicate with them. Therefore, you learn a new language and you want to know about uh, a new culture. And that's a never-ending process. That's true. This is exactly why we call ourselves a growth mindset podcast, because we're not only talking about learning experience, but also we're sharing our own teaching experience, our own personal classroom cases in teaching individually, in teaching groups, uh, in teaching online, offline, blended learning, hybrid learning, everything's there. We also focus on specific skills, soft skills, 21st century skills, and we have the episodes covering the growth mindset, resilience, self-awareness, all the competencies, all the character traits that can help a growth mindsetter to enjoy the life better. Curious about what we discuss next? Please subscribe to Live and Learn podcast and join our community on social networks. Live and Learn.